1: Welcome back to the Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster. This is Crow.
0: Look at me. Look at me.
1: I am the captain now. All right, good. I was leaving the pause for the applause right there. Uh, now <laughs> uh, that Oscar I've been, worthy. Now that I've been freshly admonished for uh, fidgeting during the 10 seconds of silence we have leading up That's to okay. this. That's okay. You
0: made up for it by burping during the uh, during the intro music.
1: Did I? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Cool. I was going to blame that on you. All right. So uh, we got a bunch to talk about.
0: We certainly do. I've been kind of fired up. Are we? Can you tell?
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, Are we going to have a Kavanaugh free show? Uh, yeah. Actually, I don't have any Kavanaugh in
1: my multiple notes here. Because so. we pretty well talked that to death. and yeah. He's on the court. So fuck it. It's over.
0: All right. So first, we're going to talk about. Minneapolis. You mean the city in Kansas? Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry announced Wednesday plans to place a Know Your Ice Rights placards in police cars.
1: Oh, yeah, I heard Furthering
0: this. the city's sanctuary city status. All the squad cars in the Minneapolis Police Department will now feature signs in the back seat that tell individuals they do not have to say where they were born, what their immigration status is, or whether they are a U.S. citizen. Individuals are also informed that they do not have to answer questions from Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE officials and can choose to say nothing at all. The signs will be posted in both English and Spanish. As a sanctuary city, Minneapolis prevents city officials and police officers from asking about the immigration status of individuals. The new placards help advance the sanctuary city agenda. During a press conference Wednesday, Fry said a lack of compassion from the federal government and Congress will not prevent him from doing what is right for our immigrant communities. In Minneapolis, we want the community to work with our police officers to prevent violent crimes and to work with our investigators when something does happen. Uh, And then he later wrote on Twitter, when immigrant communities can trust our police department or that our police department is focused on keeping our neighborhoods safe, not on their immigration status, cooperation is going to be better and everyone in our city is safer. Um, I'm sensing... Part of what fucking making your neighborhood safe is the getting the dangerous illegal immigrants that are fucking criminals and rapists and whatnot uh, out of the fucking neighborhoods. How's that sound?
1: Now, I'm sensing that this makes you angry. Uh, what gave it away? Uh, I don't know. The smoke coming out of your nose? So,
0: okay. So, I... I forgot that we pretty much, I forgot Minneapolis is considered a sanctuary city.
1: Is it really? Officially?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it can be actually, if any of these things are official when they call them sanctuary cities, you know? But I forgot that the mayor basically, uh, Fry says, yeah, we are a sanctuary city.
1: He is like a little man child.
0: What a, what a piece of shit he is. And of course, the, the police union is like, that's, that's bullshit. Uh, you're, you're basically telling criminals that, there's a law but it doesn't matter and the the city will the city will back you up in your law breaking it's nuts it's complete it's anarchy
1: well i heard an interview with the uh police chief sorry not the police chief not not arredondo the uh police union leader and he was saying the part that makes it tough is just because you're in the back of a police car doesn't mean you're being arrested you don't have to be read your miranda rights he says, we might just be asking you some questions that have nothing to do Maybe with. Maybe as a
0: witness. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And now they say, well, we don't have to say anything.
0: I forgot to attribute this article. Um, this is Alpha News. It's it's a newer site that's been popping up, and it's Alpha News, Minnesota. So it's it's based here in Minnesota, so it's all like right-wing news. That you're not hearing from the, from the left media. And it's actually, pretty- oh, you mean
1: fascist news.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. It's pretty good stuff. So I'm, I'm going to probably in the future be quoting a lot more articles from alpha news. So if you're not getting messages from them, or if you're not hearing from them, um, on your social media,
1: you might want to look them up because as a fascist, you're trying to find media outlets that match your worldview.
0: Right. I, I need to form a, a tighter bubble around myself in, a, in order to, uh, to perpetuate my my wrong think and have it bounce off and back and forth and feel good about it.
1: Sort of stew in your own intellectual juices is what you're trying to do. Yes. Yep. That sounds good. Um. So what what part actually makes you mad about this? The
0: fact that it's a it's a it's a basically a fuck you to law and order. It's a fuck you saying saying some laws don't matter um, and we're placing people at risk in order to um appease uh, the the virtue signaling that that or, or to not appease it but to to promote virtue signaling saying hey we're for minorities when when it's absolutely not what's happening what you're doing by by allowing illegal immigrants to kind of just do what they want come in where whatever they want not have any uh, consequences as a matter of fact you can probably commit other crimes and the fact that you're illegal kind of makes it easier for you to get away with it because people are, oh, shit, hands off. You know, we don't want to go to these neighborhoods and start, you know, questioning people about crimes that are around there because then they'll start um, throwing rocks at the ICE fucking um, um, officers because they're evil fascists that are just trying to um, deport uh, legal citizens.
1: Did you say throwing rocks or throwing ice? Because we know throwing ice is bad.
0: Yes. So, and here's the thing, just like Trump said, they're... Not everybody coming here illegally is a hard-working person just looking for a better life. They're fleeing, um, fleeing, um, prosecution, criminal, you know, f- for criminal acts in their country. And they're coming over here and getting free shit and, and committing crimes over here. So you're, you're, you're harboring criminals by doing that. Well, they're not all criminals. You're just, I don't fucking care. We have enough problems dealing with the citizens. I don't, we don't need to worry about illegals now. And then you can't question them, their status. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I'm so, actually, I'm so pissed off about it. I don't even think I can come up with a coherent thought right now.
1: Could you before? I could. So you realize a person is not illegal, right? Mm. You going to be okay there, chief? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you. That's my response. (laughs) You know, you said Trump. That is a dog whistle to fascists and racists like yourself. Okay. All right. That's soon going to be a word we can't use. We can't actually use a person's name. Okay. And and so so to Trump means? No, no, you can't say that. Okay. But
0: what if what if that means a bad thing? Like if you're trumping something that's that. What if I make that like define that as a bad thing?
1: No, in fact, you're not even going to be able to use words with "trump" in them, like "trumpet." You can't say that because that Mm. just means a smaller, more dainty trump. Okay.
0: Well, what do you think about this? uh, All um, annoying uh,
1: sarcasm aside, I think it's a great idea. (laughs) I think it's fantastic. I think we should spend more taxpayer money to inform uh, uh, future citizens of their God-given
0: constitutional rights. Well, you know, people do have the right to remain silent, and we read them their Miranda rights when uh, when we arrest them. So how is this any different?
1: Yes, well, unfortunately for most people, you and I don't exercise that right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, the problem I have with it, <clears throat> and I heard the uh, police union uh, spokesman or president or whatever he is talk about it, and he said, you know, cops don't like it, but he's not going to encourage cops to uh, disobey it because he doesn't want those guys to get in trouble. Um, just because you're in the back of the car doesn't mean, you know, you're being, is it, randized? I, I think that's a word they use. Um, it, I think it, it automatically assumes that all white people think that all immigrants are are criminals, and I don't think that's right. I think it teaches immigrants that all cops are bad, and I don't think that's right. It just it sends a whole message. That, yeah, it's, you know, telling, it's telling
0: them, that, yeah, that that the cops, especially ICE, are your enemy, and that just because you well, guys share, if,
1: if you're actually here illegally, you could view ICE as your enemy.
0: But the, the whole community. So what they're telling the community, like let's say people from Mexico or people from Brazil or Argentina or any South American country. They're telling that community that you're lumped in with with everybody. You are no different than somebody that comes here illegally, and that you living a life that's uh, uh, law abiding. It's no different than somebody coming here illegally. I'm like, what is the thought process here? I, I don't get it. You're, you're telling them that those people, that illegal illegal aliens, are all good, is what you're saying, and that these evil, bad ICE agents, police officers. By the very fact of them arrest or, or detaining you, they're committing an act of, of evil or violence against you and your, and your people. Right. And, and it's not true. It's they're, they're actually trying to help your neighborhood. They're, they're, they're only there because there's a crime being committed or there's some a suspicious illegal activity and somebody normally is what happens as they call or they're patrolling and they see something they're. Somebody's looking in someone's window suspiciously. You want them doing that. You want them helping you. But that the, the image that's portrayed is no, no. They're not out here trying to keep the community safe. They're out here looking for brown people to, um, what, you know, beat, murder, deport? I don't know.
1: You ever watch the old uh, Popeye cartoons when you were a kid? Yeah. And his, uh, his arch enemy, Ludo, wound up being Brutus later. They changed his name. There's one of the old ones where he's going around as a dog catcher and he's scooping up all these innocent dogs that are roaming on the street and Popeye's got to go save all the dogs, right? They're portraying cops like Bluto, the dog catcher. Like yeah. he's he's out just, he wants to find these strays and capture them and punish them. And that's not what the police are. Certainly there can be police that are like that. Certainly there can be uh, immigrants that are bad. I don't believe that most of the cops are bad. I don't believe that most of the immigrants are bad. But the analogy I've used before, my view on immigration is, if I'm having a party at my house and you want to come in, knock on the front door and tell me who you are when you come in, don't sneak in the back and steal all the beer. Yeah. You know? I, I got no problem welcoming immigrants to this country who want to come here and be productive and become citizens and pay their taxes and all that. If you're going to sneak across the border, if you're going to, in the case of Mexico, they're they're sort of deporting some of their criminals here because they don't want to deal with them, right? And they know it, and I I have a problem with that. And when they come here and everybody's all kumbaya, you know, because they're uh, they're overcompensating, saying, well, you know, we can't uh, because they're brown people, we can't say anything against them, you know. Well, and I don't, I don't begrudge even people, the people that come
0: here wanting a better life or wanting to get away from the crime of you know wherever they're coming from or, or the or the poverty. I don't begrudge them that, to be honest with you, right? I, but I do begrudge the the uh, mayor um, just deciding that he just doesn't want to um, doesn't doesn't like the laws, so he's going to make sure that the law enforcement can't enforce those laws because he doesn't like them.
1: Well, I don't even think it's – I don't think it's not enforcing laws or I don't think he's – I don't think in his mind he's saying anything bad about the cops. But that's exactly what he's doing. He's treating the police like they have nothing but ill intentions. Right. It's just like when you talk about institutionalized racism, that the idea that some cop goes out there and he just goes, I just – I got to shoot a black person today. I just got to do it. You know what? Oh, here's my chance and I got to and I did it because I knew I'd get away with it. You know, it, it's ridiculous to me. I just, it's stupid. And I think, you know, Fry is such a man-child that he, I don't think he understands the intention of what he's doing. He's just, he's just virtue signaling all the time. But also... I mean, by definition, an immigrant, an illegal immigrant here doesn't have rights.
0: Also, but also, if you're if you're engaging in activity that could get you arrested, potentially and you're not here legally, then you're not, you're not the the person I'm talking about that I don't begrudge somebody who's just trying to, uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't think, I think the businesses that employ them should be, you know, should be financially punished and all that. So I don't think it's, I think it's bad, a net bad thing for American citizens. So, you know, it's not, like I said, the people, I don't, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me somebody that wants to come here and then Breaks the law knowingly, breaks the law by coming through the country illegally. I still don't begrudge them that if they're coming from dire situation, right? Because right. you'd do that too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, um, I would.
0: But I do begrudge the system or people that per, that al- allow that that to happen and then go above and beyond by making it so that it's it's almost making it so that people that are illegal and coming over here can get away with um, criminal activities because you're looking the other way because you don't want to get engaged based on this um, idea that whatever you're doing, it's racist. It's a racist policy. And it's like, well, then the police are going to be like, well, you know, I can't because, you know, I'm told that it's, you know, maybe we better give them, you know, get them back off on this situation. No, no, you're.
1: Well, and the people who say, well, we're a nation of immigrants. Yeah, absolutely. We are. We're a nation or more people have emigrated to the United States than anybody or than any all the other countries in the history of the world combined so the idea that we think we're not a nation of immigrants is ridiculous but that argument is stupid because all these people who came through Ellis Island you know for 200 years or from other places didn't come here and start automatically giving state sponsored benefits they came here and they had to make their way. You know, there was a, an Italian community, an Irish community, a Scandinavian community that sort of took them in and sort of nurtured them and everything. Yeah, exploited them a lot of times, but they didn't show up here, claim refugee status and start getting health care benefits and all those things. And I, I think that's wrong. I think you should – I don't think you should just be able to say, hey, I'm a refugee from somewhere else. I came here now. Give me stuff. If you're a refugee from somewhere else and you come here and you want to make a good life for yourself, great. Let's welcome those people. Not criminals, you know. I'm not. And again, I'm not even saying that most of them are criminals. But this idea that we just let anybody in is ridiculous. Find the, find another country where they just let everybody in. Try this. If you've got a DUI on your record, drive to Canada. Seriously, drive to Canada and try and get in. They'll let you into the country. Well, Greece is letting everybody in. Well, yeah, it's because they don't have any money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Greece is be- – I think Greece is being bullied by the EU. Well, and also it's
0: got a lot of foreign ownership of everything because it's – because it fucked itself financially. And so it's basically be holding to all kinds of other nations for, for you know, for debt.
1: Well, yeah, and I think countries like so. Germany – I don't know this for sure, but I feel like in the stuff I'm reading that Germany is saying, hey, look, you got to take people in if you want us to keep paying for your stuff.
0: Well, you know what? Germany's decided they, um, they're they going to vote on this. They're going to say, I can't remember what the name of the law is, but they they want um, to go back to a law that says um, that refugees have to be housed in the first safe country they they step foot in.
1: Right, and, because that benefits
0: Germany. And Greece is, is one of those ports of entry. And so what they're saying is they come to Greece, but then they leave Greece because economically Greece is a fucking... Shit show.
1: Well, now they're in the EU,
0: and so and so Greece, they're they're stopping the immigrants are stopped, and they're not fucking immigrants from violence and this and that. They're economic migrants and fucking invaders is what they are.
1: You know what Greece is? Greece is the immigration gateway drug. Yes, you get yourself a little Greece, absolutely, and you want some, and then you want some Italian. You know, you might even
0: so these 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 migrants are going from Greece into you know part other parts of the EU, and they're like, no, we don't want them. And so um, they're making it so that this, if this law were to pass, it would mean that they automatically get shipped back to Greece, not to their home country, but to Greece.
1: Is this an EU law or just a German law? I think it might just be German, but I think probably,
0: I think it might be just Germany. But I think
1: I'll be honest, I don't have any idea how the it's EU a, it's works. A, it's
0: a fucking mess, is what it is. But uh, back to the subject at hand. <laughs> There's anything more to say on that one.
1: No, I just, I think it's it, this idea that, you know, that all the police are bad or that all immigrants are bad. Everybody is, it's all hyperbole. Nobody's got any nuance to anything anymore.
0: But I I, I want. It sends a bad
1: message. I want to wanna, put that in the back I of the car. I want to
0: err on the side of American citizens that all the benefits, like you said, that are going to illegal um, uh, aliens and that the crimes that are being committed by illegal aliens it's something we should not have to have to deal with as American citizens. Right. Um, if somebody's coming here to, to flee political persecution or, you know, I don't know, a war, I guess, you know, temporarily. Sure. I mean, but still it has to be legal. It has to be a temporary legal status. You can't just, you know, rush over. And most of it is, is just economic. They're fleeing poverty, but it's not, and it's not something that we can fix. It just it just brings us down. It it makes it worse for everybody around here, when you've got low wage workers taking jobs that teenagers should have or that you know elderly people should have. You know.
1: Yeah, but I don't think the teenagers are going to take them. Eventually, eventually don't.
0: they will. They, they'd have to.
1: I don't think they do. So I think there's just too many. I think that's part of what's wrong with the workforce right now. How you can't find workers. It's because when we were kids, you got a job as a teenager. Now there's so many parents who are like. Well, I don't think my kids should work because they're in all these sports and all these activities and would just take away from those, so they don't have their kids work. Our right. parents like get a damn job.
0: All right. Next subject. So do you want to talk about Minnesota's new driver's license um where you can sign um male, female, or ex? Or do you want to talk about the Forbes sports writer that was triggered by the by the Braves Tomahawk chop?
1: Forbes has sports writers?
0: Okay, it's a business magazine. I think we're, I think we yeah, I think we're going to talk about this one because this is funny. Okay, this is from Breitbart. So, Forbes, it's bitch. Forbes sports writer triggered by Braves fan chopping and chanting. So this is by Orner Todd Houston. Uh, Forbes magazine contributor Terrence Moore was frightened by the Atlanta Braves fans when they broke out in their traditional tomahawk chop chant at which a recent they, game,
1: which they've been doing since the mid '80s.
0: He was so frightened, in fact, that he felt compelled to write a piece tisk-tisking Atlanta's mostly white fans for their enthusiasm. And it's got quotes, mostly white fans. So he's singling them out because they're white, right? So saying he they're, does
1: They're white or they're
0: white. white? White. Saying he does not cheer for sports while in the press box, Moore opened his October 9th article saying that if he were to cheer, it wouldn't have been close to resembling the tomahawk chant. Uh i got to go past a bunch of ads here get to the rest of it. All right. Moore celebrated the fact that every team in sports, quote, not named the Washington Redskins, unquote, has already dumped their offending Native American names, except for the Atlanta Braves. To more, the Braves are still... Or the
1: en- Cleveland Indians or yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs or...
0: <laughs> to Moore, the Braves are still embarrassing themselves with a, quote, a ballpark full of mostly white fans, unquote, performing the Tomahawk Chop chant, And he wants someone to stop Atlanta Brave fans from chopping and chanting. Here's a quote. Every game around here, folks do their chopping with red foam rubber tomahawks while delivering their version of Indians hollering down mountains in pursuit of cowboys during black and white westerns. More carped. The Forbes scold continued, saying that this backward thinking shocked him during a recent Braves-Dodgers game at at SunTrust Park. Quote, with the Dodgers leading 2-0 to in the series after they dominated the Braves on the West Coast, the SunTrust Park people running the scoreboards and the organ worked overtime for Game 3, Moore wrote. The former kept flashing louder and louder with a cartoon tomahawk on the screen, and the latter threatened to wear out the tom-tom beat. The exasperated Moore then noted eventually fans were chopping and chanting out of their minds. Then the writer noted that the chanting scared him. It was uncomfortable, but it was fun. He said of the tomahawk, tomahawk chop champ, chant. Then it was scary. It was the white faces that scared him. I looked at the faces Sunday of those doing the chopping and the chanting, and I didn't like what I saw. I had similar thoughts Monday when the chopping and the chanting became—it's like a thing now with him chopping and chanting—became an epidemic during the game. Along those lines, Braves officials continue their new tradition of dimming the lights to watch Braves fans chant as usual while ditching their foam rubber tomahawks for smartphones turned to flashlight mode. I mean, really? How is this happening with the Braves when baseball officials joined those of the Cleveland Indians earlier this year to say 2018 was the last season of Chief Wahoo and the tribe's racist logo of 71 years? Uh, buh, 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 buh. I'm not going to read the rest of his bullshit here. Buh, 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 buh.
1: Well, you're not reading the part about how later in the game, in the uh, eighth inning, uh, they actually butchered some black people. You know, and uh, you know, so it led to just flat out violence. I mean, people died.
0: I don't know if this Terrence Moore. I don't know what his color is. I don't fucking care, frankly. Um, but this anti-white, this this white hatred has to fucking stop because you are like, I think I've said this before recently in a podcast, you are going to, and maybe this is what they want, but you are going to create the boogeyman you want. If you keep this shit up because they, they are going to get fed up with it and they're going to go, no matter what I do, I'm called racist. I'm called hateful. And you guys are acting like complete fucking insane fucks. And you know what? You deserve, you deserve something. And they're going to think, okay, fuck them. So they're gonna become that monster they're gonna go out and they're gonna do something they're gonna say ah you know yeah i'm I'm evil I'm racist I'm bad I don't give a shit and then fuck someone up that's what they want though I think I think that's kind of like that's it's this uh it's either it's either the the envy I was talking about before where they just they have this envy they're they're not in a the position they want to be in they want to blame somebody for it and that's an easy scapegoat and it makes it gives them kudos from people in their' in their their bubble or whatever. But I think part of it is, yeah, they, they, they're so desperate for that bad guy, that enemy, that they, that they want to create it.
1: Well, first of all, I don't think you've read your history. Hmm. Second of all, it's obvious you are terrified of your diminishing white power. <laughs> and uh, it's your white fragility <laughs> Thank coming you. out.
0: Thank you. I almost forgot that I'm, fra- I'm fragile in my whiteness. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: you are. And uh, though you've, though you've had the strength to butcher many people throughout the uh, throughout the millennia you uh, lack the ability to hang on to your white power yeah. and uh, you will be you'll be uh, soon erased through uh, a, a Darwinesque genetics that uh, you know, As the minority races rise up to breed you out of the system. And you you can't deal with it.
0: Yeah, my erasure is what I Yeah, my my fragility won't allow me to comprehend my erasure without being fearful, angry, and hateful.
1: You will disappear like Michael J. Fox in a Back to the Future movie. You'll just fade out. Your whiteness will become transparency, and then you'll just be gone. So that's why you're overreacting to this. I mean, this writer was terrified. I mean, he started out having fun, but then he and, got scurred. And
0: it would have been one thing if it was a a, a stadium full of 50,000 Native Americans, indigenous peoples, to those who were who woke. With tomahawks. Right. With actual tomahawks. <laughs> yes. He would not have been fearful because that would just be a celebration of heritage at that point.
1: Oh, that's a good point.
0: So um, now this with the white people... It's it's not only is it appropriation, but it's 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 um, it's an erasure. It's an erasure of a culture, because they are whitewashing. Okay, see, see what they're doing? They're whitewashing a culture and making it their own. These white people, and they're not even using real tomahawks. Yeah, probably tomahawks made in China.
1: They didn't scalp anybody.
0: I'll bet you those tomahawks, those fake, those rubber tomahawks, were made in China.
1: I bet they're China. They're made in China. China. So. They were huge, made in China. Yeah. Stuff By is, the way, they're more expensive now. This stuff is such a fucking parody now. It's like it's so old to hear. It's. I've heard people increasingly say, "I can't tell if this is an onion article or not." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's bordering on it, you know. Yeah. But the the, the it started out as fun, but then I was terrified. But once I realized and looked around, it was all white faces. How
0: incredibly it, fucking racist!
1: It is the Atlanta Braves, right? The Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Last time I checked, Atlanta's got a fairly significant black population. And I bet
0: you at the game there was a significant population. I, I'm of I'm guessing
1: there were people. black people at the game doing mm-hmm. the tomahawk chop. You know what though? They were probably doing it out of fear that it, they were doing it going along to get along.
0: No, they were just house Negroes.
1: Oh yes, that's right. All
0: of them thousands yes. of house Negroes, according to you know all the uh the pundits like uh on the left don like don lemon, lemon and, and and the like you know
1: well don can say that
0: you yeah know,
1: because you know he's black yeah is he though i don't know is he i also heard don lemon's gay is he
0: yeah
1: i, mean, I don't care but that's just he's got a weird he's got a
0: weird uh what's the word not texture to his skin, but weird, like a matte, like the makeup they use on him. Yeah. He looks he looks weird. He looks like he almost is like green screened. <laughs>
1: well, a lot of those people have filters. Like Tom Brokaw for the longest time. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's filter. a
0: filter on him because yeah. he, he's got a strange look to him.
1: Yeah. But I, I know Shepard Smith is gay. Yeah. You know, but I heard Don... I hate
0: that guy. I always have.
1: I I like watching him because it's funny. Oh fuck!
0: <laughs> His little colloquialisms just always drive. His me little crazy. what? Did I say it wrong? Colloquialisms?
1: No, I just wanted to hear you stumble over. It's it,
0: hard. But... Colloquialisms. Yeah. Colloquialisms.
1: I said. I've been saying it. That's the third, fourth time I said it right. Yeah, you did it right. All right. I just want to make you self conscious. Yeah. So you know, you're already you're already uh, having problems with your unstable, impending white transparency. <laughs> So I just thought I'd add to it a little. All right. So what was the thing about the driver's license? All right. Hold on a sec. So, yeah, there's
0: not a whole lot to say about that kind of shit anymore. Well, there's there is, though. Of the left. No, the, I'm talking about the tomahawk thing.
1: Oh, yeah. But the, the driver's license thing? This yeah. offends me. Do you okay. know why? No. Because you can do male, female, or... X. X, which is the universal symbol for elimination. Ooh. They are subtly saying... That anyone who's not male or female doesn't count and should be crossed out.
0: I just got a message from Sparrowhawk. Apparently, the county just shut Screamtown down.
1: Well, fuck.
0: Okay, we're going to have to talk about this now, I guess. Um,
1: We shouldn't. We're going to get in trouble over this. Yeah, I think so. All
0: right, we'll go on to that. Minnesota's new driver's licenses. Oh, this is another alpha news. MN.com.
1: Oh, your white power news?
0: Yeah. Minnesota's new driver's licenses. X marks the mental spot. So, this week, with no advance warning... You can't.
1: No, you can't say mental. You have to say retarded.
0: Okay. This week, with no advance warning or notice of any kind, the faceless bureaucrats in the Department of Drivers and Vehicle Services announced that Minnesotans would now have the option, when renewing their driver's licenses, of selecting X as their gender designation, as opposed to the reality and science-based options of M or F. This was heralded in our leftist media as some sort of advance for humanity. Minnesotans are being gaslighted into thinking a self-designation of X is somehow a valid, legitimate public policy option. Indeed, an affirmative good progress.
1: Okay, (sighs) help me out for a second. I hear this term all the time and I Gaslighting? I have no idea what it
0: means. I don't either. It's kind of pretentious, I think.
1: It's pedantic.
0: Yeah, gaslighting. I don't even know what it means, to be honest with you. You looking it up?
1: No. Oh, okay. Because I don't fucking care. Alright. Um no, follow me here. Okay? I'm this gonna is, give this
0: guy credit. So John Gilmore is the uh, the author's name.
1: This is, as I said, an attempt to eliminate trans people. True. Sure. Because it says you're male, female, it lumps everyone else, if you're not male, female, into a category and uses a uses an X. Which if you ever watch Family Feud <laughs> It should be it should be accompanied by a... Rah, it is a strike. Right. It implies something negative, And it implies that that's somehow a strike against your character. What they are doing is subtly warming up to the... They are othering trans people. You know what they should do? They should
0: make police officers when they pull someone over and they, they check their gender.
1: They can't check your testicles anymore?
0: No. But they should... If they, Why if, do cops
1: if, always do that to me?
0: Well, if you wouldn't put them out there...
1: Well, that's true. I should wear pants.
0: (laughs) They should just look at it and go, ah, that should be it. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't be allowed to say X, like you say, because so it should just be a noise. You have to make a noise. All right. "Ah." Media reports were especially repulsive. This person is very biased, merely reprinting talking points from the damaged transgender community in support of a change. The public had no say in it. This guy, yeah, this guy's going all out uh blah, blah 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 yeah this this person is yeah Woof. it's it's going on and on and on so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep going here
1: no but so. that's what it is they're uh it's a it's an attempt to eliminate trans people it's uh sli- slowly and do- slowly and silently indoctrinating us to the fact that they don't count by lumping them all together and using them as a Using it as an international symbol for elimination. Like you X something out. You cross it out. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Okay, you've convinced me. It's hateful. And you know what it is? That's what Trump's America is now. Because his people have infiltrated all levels of government. And now they're in the Department of Motor Vehicles and uh, pursuing their silent agenda. And you know what? It's not even silent anymore. It's out there. They're going. They want. They want the trans people gone.
0: You've convinced me. I'm now a trans trans activist.
1: My logic is ironclad. Yeah. Yep. You can't deny it.
0: Oh no. Oh, I'm looking at the Screamtown stuff. I think we have to start talking about
1: this. Uh, we got to lose sight brick first because it okay. might be the last time we get to do it. Because uh, <laughs> if you get on your rant again, uh, yeah. All right.
0: What's your favorite joke,
1: Rooster? <laughs> oh my god, I it can't even be more appropriately inappropriate. All right? Uh, I have several, but whenever anybody asks me that, the first thing I think of is why didn't Hitler drink tequila?
0: Why didn't Hitler drink tequila? It made him mean. Aha. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. No, I have, I have a few of them. Um, what's the difference? Be- these are dad jokes. Keep in mind. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? One's really heavy and the other's a little lighter. Ah, uh, that's a good one. And then my favorite one recently has been, uh, um, I invented a new word. Plagiarism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good one.
1: I like it. What about yours?
0: Oh, um, yeah, I still like that. I think... It's one of my favorites is how did, how did Hitler tie his shoelaces (laughs) in little Nazis? Tied them into little Nazis. Yeah. I thought that was, that's one of my favorites. I think
1: my favorite one is about the, the, the Texan in Alaska. It's a little longer joke. He goes, goes up to Alaska and, uh, he's drinking in this bar, you know, out in the backwoods and these three guys all of a sudden like bust into the bar and there, two of them are carrying this guy in between them. I mean, he's just all ripped up, and uh, so they toss him down in a booth and they order some drinks and everything. And the guy from Texas is looking at, him like, what the hell's going on over here? So he walks over and he says, "What's going on? What's what's with him?" And they said, "Well, he became a man today." He goes, man, the guy's got to be like twenty-five years old. What's what's up with him? And they said, "Hey, listen, in Alaska, it takes a little more than turning eighteen to become a man the guy's like well, i'm from texas i can handle any of this shit so uh what's it take and they said well and if you've heard this joke this is where allusion goes uh he says, well first you got to drink a gallon of whiskey second you got to make love to a woman third you got to wrestle a bear
0: yep yeah <laughs> i know where we're going <laughs> so he says so he says, all right, fine. Got a couple of those backwards is what happened.
1: Yeah, so he drinks the gallon of whiskey and thinking, "Ah, eh, this is a bad idea, but what the hell? So he stumbles out of the bar. Two, three days go by, and the guys from Alaska are a little worried. Till finally, this guy comes into the bar just looking, you know, wild and torn up. And, and uh, they go, Texas, what happened to you? We thought you were dead. He goes, get out of my way. Got to find that bear I'm going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's funnier if you do, though. Where's that woman I got to beat up? But, yeah. Uh, well, uh
0: guy walks into a bar. He's an alcoholic and it's destroying his family.
1: <laughs> like one of the best ones, it's not a joke, but it was it was a good point, you know, Bobcat Goldthwaite, mm-hmm. the comedian. He had uh, back when he was actually writing material, he had uh he had this one where he said as a comedian it offends me when non-comedians tell jokes. He goes cuz I always fuck them up. He goes it's always like all right two uh, this guy walks into a bar wait i fucked it up <laughs> and then they'll do uh, he says so the guy walks into the bar and there's a bunch of animals in there and uh there's like a parrot and a fish in a bull and he goes the joke doesn't make any sense until the guy sits down at a bar and then this monkey that came out of nowhere comes over and puts his dick in the guy's drink <laughs> and he goes this is the part where they lose me he goes and then the guy says He goes, like, you would need a punchline at that point. If you saw a primate genitalia go into an alcoholic beverage, your head would fucking explode. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. uh, It's doing well. I sense you need to breathe and come down a little. How would you change Hollywood? (laughs) Burn it down. Uh, What piece is the high point of your artistic expression? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite piece of art?
0: Of my own art that I I've created know. is what, that, is that what the What's question the...
1: is? Yeah, shotgun art of doesn't my
0: artistic count. expression. Um, maybe the jar, the shit Christ I created. Remember that one? It, was, it Won an award. Bruce, was I award. thought it was
1: the piss Christ.
0: Oh, I, I did. I, I took that a step further. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know to what take that too means. much thinking. I'm done with those. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move on to the Screamtown thing because it's it's starting to drive me crazy. And I'm I'm reading stuff as we're talking. All right.
1: Well, just take it down from ten to about seven and a half. All right.
0: Um. All right. So, uh, Screamtown is a attraction in Minnesota that's, um, you know, for Halloween, in October, and it's actually a pretty cool place. Um, you mean Fall Festival? Sure. Um. So you you pay your whatever. 45 50 whatever bucks it is to get there and there's different tiers you can get vip and still you know to get like the fast pass and all that they've got it worked out and they've got like maybe five attractions where you go in and they have themes like one's a haunted insane asylum and one is like the cdc zombie center and one is the christmas uh uh, halloween christmas one which is actually pretty funny and pretty scary um, and they, they've done, a, it's like a permanent, they made permanent structures, uh, basically. So you're actually going through these things and they're pretty solidly built and, you know, have different levels and everything. And it's a cool thing. And it's run by a guy who's a magician.
1: You mean it used to be a cool thing?
0: Yeah. And, uh, I was just there a couple of weekends ago with, uh, with, uh, some friends and family and a, a bunch of, uh, our kids, um, classmates. Um, and it was, it was a good time. It was fun.
1: Were you there to terrorize immigrants?
0: Yeah, I kind of wish I was at this point. Um, <laughs> so just last weekend, well, let's, let's back this up a little bit. A few weeks ago at there's a Valley Fair, which is another Minnesota amusement park, they have Valley Scare, which is their Halloween. Um, and they had a, an event that uh, another one of my family members went to with some friends and it got shut down early because of uh gangs of Somalians fighting each other that, that was just getting out of hand, they didn't have the security to capable to deal with it and it spilled out into the parking lot and there was police helicopters with spotlights or floodlights you know, searching. I mean, it was it was a crazy kind of thing, and and you know, people uh, parents were terrified. You know, calling, going, "What's going on here? Why?" Are my-
1: yeah, there were people taking cell phone videos of the whole yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, and it was that what doesn't get reported. They say it was gangs, well, it was Somalian gangs because Minnesota is a huge. Um, there's a huge population of Somalis in, in Minneapolis. Yeah, there's a part of town they called Little Mogadishu. Right. So I think Dearborn, Michigan, is like the second largest population of Somalians.
1: I actually think it's l a New York and minneapolis
0: what well, Dearborn's pretty big
1: well, Dearborn's got a huge
0: population of Muslims Just Muslims, okay, so maybe it's not okay, so Minnesota's known for having somali a big somali immigrant community so but so uh also Minnesota's known for having a bunch of terrorist recruitment going on and also known for having a bunch of money that's these these fake fraudulent daycare centers, Somali daycare centers, springing up that are sending money to terrorist
1: organizations. And I mean, t- those, are, those are both FBI cases that were tried recently. Right. And, so this yep. is
0: all not speculation. This is true. Yeah. I mean, so, there were
1: like, what was the, it's like 13 or 14 Somali, I say kids. They were 18 to men. 20, yeah. 18 to 25 who got recruited out of one of the, Mosques and right. wound up going over there It was a huge FBI case yeah. It was a national one
0: So yeah. needless to say It's a it's a problem here Right So uh, the So that happened A few weeks ago So now At this Screamtown Last weekend uh, There was a group of a, a gang of Somalians That were running around Acting like complete assholes Punching I think they're
1: just Somalis I think that's called Somalis
0: Did I say Somalians? Yeah Okay Whatever Um they were running around, jumping lines, punching punching people, punching the um the staff, you know, acting like tough guys going through these, you know, because there's jump scares in these things. So, you know, um, um, and I I guess punch, uh, some of the reports were, you know, kids were getting punched by by these fuckers like 12-year-olds. So, the owner of the Scream Town sent a private Facebook message to his employees that didn't stay private obviously, and it came out saying, uh, here's the Message after It was that.
1: pretty poorly written. It
0: was. No matter how true it is, it, it should have been more diplomatic because you should have known that with that many, it's a big endeavor to have that many employees, it's, it's going to leak out. So he wrote, um, oh, God damn it. where is it? Um, this is the from Fox 9. Uh, Screamtown owner faces backlash or a Facebook post signal uh, singling out Somalis. He told his employees that they're going to have a zero-tolerance policy with Somalis. Uh, I'm trying to find the actual actual post, and I don't see it. I wonder why they don't have it on here.
1: Probably get taken down already.
0: No, it's on the Fox 9. I thought they actually did a screenshot of it. Um, They're having his, his, what do you call it, Um, apology post. Oh yeah, yeah. But they don't have the actual post this time because last time I was on here, it actually showed his first post. But basically said, uh, you know, you guys, if there's any problems um, at all, we're going to have a zero tolerance policy with Somalis. When it comes to other groups uh, misbehaving, we're going to leave that up to your discretion. But when it comes to Somalis, we're going to have a zero tolerance policy. If there's any problems, you get, you know, you call me or you get, you know, whatever security immediately. So you yeah, know, I'm to so it. yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a poorly worded and he said and he was interviewed by Fox nine and he said uh, the owner Matt said yeah I'm embarrassed it was poorly written you know we don't want to you know, keep out a whole community and this was just in response to a specific group that had been here prior causing trouble and they came again and caused trouble um so hes you know he um owned owned up to it basically and said yeah I shouldn't have said it that way and you know, I'm not trying to keep you know some up but the, of course the the histrionics began." Uh, already began, and uh, he wrote a, another post. Screamtown welcomes all people to our event. We love our guests and we love our fans. Safety and security for all our actors and guests are our top priority. We apologize for any posts that were generalizing; that's not our intent. We had an incident with a select group of about eight to ten individuals last Saturday night that had been at our event earlier this year. They were removed from the event due to their actions. Our report was regarding these eight to ten people who were disrupting. There is more.
1: Well, here is here is the original uh, part of the second. original post. Uh,
0: there's that we're disrupting uh, uh, our guests and staff. We are deeply sorry how the message is written. We love our Somali customers. They have become or been longtime fans of our show. All are welcome, and we thank you for your business. So, uh, and, I, and I've been reading these responses, these fucking cucks responding on this um, Screamtown's uh, Facebook page, and it's driving me crazy.
1: Well, here. So the official post was, and okay. this was poorly written, The first one, we are having a zero tolerance policy with Somalis. Other guests, you make your best judgment call, but absolutely zero tolerance with Somalis. That post by itself doesn't sound good. No, but you know what? I I personally,
0: yeah, I even know, yeah, he should have been more diplomatic about it, even though to cut to to the truth of it, the the ones that are causing uh, problems there is a group, a, a, a group, a gaggle and a gang of Somali individuals, which is what he should have said.
1: Right. He should have said there's a group of these Somali individuals that are causing right. it. I mean, again... But, but let's
0: face the facts. Somalis are a fucking
1: problem. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to see the look on your face when, when I said that. <laughs> you can't stop, can you? I know, and I couldn't I could not laugh after seeing the look on your face. You're like, so you really do want this to be our last episode. So for those of you who can't see it, which is everybody. My look was sort of like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I've said this before. I'll say it again. My feeling is, personally, I don't care what color, race, whatever you are. I don't care. It, it doesn't mean a fucking thing to me. If people say you shouldn't have prejudice, I say, bullshit. Because everyone has prejudice. Everyone prejudges everything. Right? The question is do you act on that prejudice? So, for example, um, you know, anybody, uh, let me give you a great example that has nothing to do with race. If I go into the health club, right, and there's three really big guys working around the weight bench, what's the first thing I'm thinking? Meatheads. I just, that's what I think. It might be the nicest guys in the world, but that's the stereotype I come up with. Now, they might actually wind up being meatheads, too. But what I've said before is, along with what Thomas Sowell says, you can't do anything about racism. But racism is what people think in their heads. If somebody thinks that, you know, all black people or all white people or whatever, all of something is lesser or bad or whatever, you can't stop that. What we can do something about is discrimination. So how do people actually do that? What I believe happened here is Matt, the owner, mm-hmm. is he meant to say something about this group, not Somalis in general, this group that we've had problems with in the past, if they show up again, we're not putting up with their shit. I don't think he was saying anybody who looks like a Somali just can't be here. Um, and But I think the way it was written – everybody is rate a virtue signal and say, oh, the guy's racist against Somalis. I don't know. I, I guess
0: I take a look, another a different take on it. I think he honestly thought, all right, two times two two times a group of Somalis showed up. I don't know. He probably doesn't know if the group was the exact same group. Maybe it had some the same faces in it or maybe not. Maybe it was a different group showed up. And both times it was a large group of Somalis that caused trouble. So the next time a large group of Somalis shows up, and they start trouble. We're not going to let it continue. We're not going to let it fester. We're not going to let it escalate. We're going to say enough and get them out of here. I think he didn't care if it was the same group or if it was a new group. And I wouldn't either.
1: Well, so let's let's uh, take this to another way to take the race out of it. Screamtown's in Chaska? Um, I think so. Sure. So let's say instead of a group of Somalis, it was a group of uh, – chaska high school football players you can tell by their letter jackets there was a dozen of them they were they're knocking stuff down they were pushing people over and he puts up a post that says we're having a zero tolerance policy with chaska football players if you see them we're just not taking their shit no one would have said a word about it because it's not selecting a race or anything like that now if you were on the chaska football team you might take a an exception to that and say i didn't cause any problem But no one would care because everybody's so hyper tuned to this. Any reasonable person, I believe, can look at this and say he didn't mean every Somali.
0: And I personally, as I think I'm reasonable, I think he probably said, yeah, you know what? Next time a a group, a large group of Somalians show up, we'll let them come in. We'll let them enjoy the event. As as soon as it looks like they're going to engage in this kind of activity, we are going to stop it immediately. And so, regardless if it's the same people or not, if it's a group of Somalians which have proved every time now, the past couple of times, when a large group of Somalian young men or whatever show up, yeah, they, eighteen to
1: twenty-five year old, and they guys. start causing
0: trouble, it only escalates. So here's the thing: we're not gonna we're not gonna um, allow it to escalate. If they if they're together, they come in a group and they start trouble, we're we're telling them to leave. toss them all out and. So yes, yeah, he is generalizing that point, and that's—I think—that's what he meant. Yeah, exactly. So, but okay, so what's wrong with that? Here's the thing: he's still allowing them to come in. He's still allowing them to participate right. in it.
1: I don't—I don't believe for a second that if a Som- if a Somali couple, husband and wife, showed up there with their two kids, that he they'd have said a, bat fucking a fucking word. Eye at no, him.
0: they wouldn't. And that's the thing.
1: And you know what? The truth is, that couple
0: and their kids wouldn't cause a problem. He is absolutely profiling. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's you know what it's called when you have an experience and you learn from that experience. Experience it's called wisdom. I thought it was
1: experience. Yeah.
0: So so he's the thing is he's he's not saying turning no no more Somalians allowed because that would be incredibly stupid because it's against the law and you know and you'd get a bunch of backlash for that. But
1: the post there are people who can take take it that the post makes it look that way. Uh, yeah,
0: but zero tolerance policy means just that if they right. act like assholes, we're not allowing them to keep acting like assholes. They, they don't get any warnings. They act like an asshole, you're out. And, and uh, the fact that he um, singled out Somalians is because that was where the problem was coming from. It wasn't uh, Anglo kids doing a group of, a gaggle of Anglo kids. Because if it would have been all freckled redheads, he probably said, weird, we're having a problem with gangs of freckled redhead kids. Yeah, you know, no, no more tolerance with these fucking soulless bastards. Yeah, the gingers, gingers have no soul. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It, it's it, it, it was it was poorly worded. He should have known better um, that it that it came off, and that the the crybabies were going to fucking cry about it. But now I just got a post or a a, a message from um, Sparrowhawk saying that apparently the county just shut Screamtown down, and that's unacceptable. But I'm looking at these um, responses to his post that he apologized. Uh, you know, all are welcome. We thank you for your business. Um, um, this super white dude just wrote, canceled the group of 10 that, uh, that of us that were going there next weekend, we're going to one in Wyoming, Minnesota instead. It's like you go girl. Um, and then I've been to Scream to another person, another white guy. I've been to Scream Town the past few years and have loved my visit. I will not return until all my friends and family not to patronize your business until you fire the person that sent the email. I wanted to come back, but I fire won't. Fire the owner? Yeah, but I won't until a real apology happens. So he wants the guy to genuflect. He wants the guy to uh, uh, fucking kiss the ring of Care, K- Minnesota. Right? Is that what he fucking wants? You fucking cuck. I'm sick of these pieces of shit cucks that are virtue signaling their asses off like it's going to get them anything. Uh, I guess if they, you know, I don't know whose dick are you sucking, Gabe? Fuck you.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, JD, fuck you too.
1: Here's the thing. Let me uh, let me put everybody's fears to rest oh, in this.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, CM. I was gonna go here with a bunch of my friends, but not anymore. Minnesota doesn't need this racist garbage. Shame on you and your faux apology. Yeah, fuck you, CM.
1: Is that what CM really sounds like?
0: Well, that's what, though, that's what, uh. In your head? That's what Mer mer sounds like to me, so.
1: (laughs) Uh, look, capitalism's gonna decide this one.
0: Oh, I got an actual supporting post here.
1: Uh Oh. Person, wait, wait, wait. If you read it, you're racist.
0: This, And I'm not going to call him out because he will get singled out. Well, I guess he's got his name on here for everybody to see. But Javi says, you have nothing to apologize for, Screamtown. I was there last Saturday in the woods, uh, in the woods walk line, five feet from where they conducted this garbage behavior. So glad local law enforcement was there to get the troublemakers out. People don't seem to realize how much work goes into what you do. And for it to be ruined by some delinquents? Hell no.
1: it's me <laughs> yeah no I look this is all gonna this is all gonna blow over in about a week and uh the people who there's gonna be people who say well I'm not going there because of that and there's gonna be people who say well I'm going there now you know this is what uh what's the the Shakespeare line about the sound and thunder and signifying nothing this is just it's virtue signaling
0: yeah and i'm 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 fed up i'm up to my gills with it and uh and the cucking you finally admit you have gills you amphibious bastard uh the the thing is you were offended if you were offended don't patronize the business yeah exactly that's it now they're talking about who is it the uh the uh, who's this fucking activist this Muhammad fucking omar jamal yeah this piece of shit uh his activist he he wants to get involved and he want he wants to make sure that uh everybody gets all riled up over this.
1: He is a snappy dresser though mm,
0: yeah and he and he wants to uh make sure that the uh, he the they're investigated for what is it human, uh, human, human rights, rights violations yeah it's like fuck you piece of shit so you want to ruin this guy's uh business this guy's career people enjoy a lot of a lot of people are employed here Somalians can show up and have a good time there. Unless you raise a fucking stink about this and then make them really fucking, you know, uh, feel unwelcome there. The guy apologized. He said, yeah, I wasn't trying to disparage the whole community. We we love our uh, Somali customers. We have a lot of them that show up and they enjoy it. Uh, he apologized. But it wasn't fucking sufficient. Fuck you. I'm tired of it. You know, I'm tired of this. You have to, you have to, seriously, you have to suck someone's dick in order to get over the, uh, the, the shame of what you did of your
1: white racism it's a uh, white
0: so and if 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 it is shut down i'm i'm it's i'm pretty furious about that cuz it really was you can tell the guy put a lot of effort into it and the guy was a hands on kind of guy he was there like he goes like i was there last year and i was there this year and he walks around every night and talks to people and asks, are you having a good time?
1: Yeah. Don't they have a sign that said, if like any customer has a bad experience, please contact the owner. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he, and he's, he's legitimately like, you you know, you go and you say, Hey, this was fun. Or I enjoyed this part. This was really cool. And he goes, Oh, I'm so glad you appreciate it. I, you know, I really, really glad you, you know, and, and, uh, you know, if there's anything I can do to make it better, just let me know. And, you know, it's just a cool guy. And I'm sure if you treat, if you act, don't act like an asshole, no matter what your color is, he's going to treat you well. And the fact is, I think these fucking people like Omar, or whatever the fuck his name is, should should go. Hey, what's wrong with our community where there's roving gangs of Somalians shutting down events that people are bringing their families to that are having fun at? Maybe we should take a look within at our fucking problems and and clean house here instead of instead of instead of basically what they're doing is they're creating the, bo- the boogeymans they want or boogeymen they want because they've got. Obviously people aren't fucking blind to it. They you, you you see you see these um t- terrorist recruitments happening. You see the the fake daycares that are sending terrorist money over. You you interact with Somalians in some sort of capacity and it's a negative experience for a lot of people. I'm not going to get into it, but I've had a shitload of negative experiences. I've had good experiences with Somalis too that were pleasant and that were friendly and that were good. But guess what? a very very small percentage of that was that a very large percentage was a very bad experience and so
1: i, I think a lot of that has to do based on where you were when that happened but
0: it doesn't matter it's it's the it's the it's a lot of the area that is is um but yeah it it a resi- it, residential's thick with with smaller community helps and helps paint
1: I, your experience
0: right and I have a right to have that, um, that wisdom based on my experience.
1: Do you, you paint an experience or do you color an experience? Maybe I was trying to stay so, away from so the So, so
0: Somali, Somali um, activists and leaders, clean your fucking house.
1: Well, what I think should have happened is instead of Omar Jamal getting on the news and saying, you know, oh, this is hatred and blah blah blah, why doesn't he call? Was it, Matt? Why doesn't he call Matt up and they sit down and talk about it and say, hey, what happened and Matt gets to tell his side and he said, "Look, we had a problem with some kids here, and the guy goes, "Oh, yeah, we're having a little problem with that, but uh, you know it didn't look good, right and Matt probably says, Yeah, it probably didn't, and they come to some sort of understanding and we go from there and but
0: I think part of it comes down to is that he didn't he didn't he wasn't sufficiently cowed in his apology and and that's part of it that that offends people too well yeah he did he didn't do the he didn't completely cook out on his apology. You know, and, and take it 180 degrees from, you know, uh, being being overly, you know, generalizing a whole race, you know, from that and then turning around and cucking and saying, you know, what I've decided to do is that we're going to have a, um, a meeting and we're going to bring in a diversity expert and we're going to have an 18-hour course.
1: That's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it probably will at this point, especially if he actually legitimately got shut down by the county. And it's a shame because this is a business that, like I said, employs young people, employs teenagers, employs, and and is a good family experience. I mean, we went there with kids and had a great time, um, you know, the alcohol-free event, you know.
1: Except for all the blatant racism.
0: Yeah. And when I went there, there were Somalis at the at the event there, too, A Somali kids. Somali kids, part of the group I was with that weren't a problem, you know. But... If you're gonna show up in a, in a gang of sixteen to eighteen to twenty-year-olds, and it's gonna be, you know, eight to ten to twelve of them, um, and then the first time it ends up being a big problem, the second time it ends up being an even bigger problem, the third time they show up, are you gonna, are you gonna allow it to escalate? Are you gonna have a zero tolerance policy, regardless of if it's if it's new Somalis or the same Somalis? It doesn't fucking matter because it's, it's been your experience that this is what's going to happen. So you, but you're still allowing them to participate or to take, you know, take part of this as long as they don't step out of line. But if they step out of line, you're going, no, 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 we've, we've experienced this in the past. We're not going to deal with this the same way. We're going to deal with it. You know, um, no zero tolerance. How is How is that wrong? Well, it's because he painted the whole community. Yeah, he did. He apologized for it. Fuck you. I'm done. I'm done over apologizing. But that's what he's going to have to do now. And it's it's disgusting. So, and like I said, if you don't like it, don't go. You know? And if you don't like it, look at these little fuckers and tell them to stop fucking acting like little fucking monsters. Find out why your community has this negative reputation. Because it's not our fucking problem. It's yours. Well, and you're making it our problem.
1: Well, we have to police our own community and stop with the slavery, right? Yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> I'm 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 really angry about this.
1: Yeah, I can tell.
0: Uh, and and I'm angry because this guy, this guy, I you know, met him a couple times, and, and you know he's not. First of all, he's a businessman, and he wants to make money in his business. But two, he has a passion for that business. You can tell. You can tell he puts a lot into this to to make it good, to make it what it is, and to have somebody show up at his business and fuck it up for everybody that comes that night. I mean, it's got to make him very angry. And, you know, sometimes when you're angry, you say things, you you probably take it to a level you probably shouldn't have, right? So that's fine as long as you say, okay, I, I, I was off base there. Let me apologize for that and say that. And then be fucking done with it. Oops, sorry, I just hit the table here because I'm so mad. I mean, I mean, balled up fists
1: under the table and they hit the table. <laughs> Your little tiny impotent fists of rage. <laughs> <Your> impotent rage. <laughs>
0: My little baby fists of rage. That's what people are going to see now.
1: <laughs> I'm picturing Kristen Wiig in the Saturday Night Live skit with the little... Oh. Yeah.
0: Everybody's
1: going to think Crows got these little tiny baby fists now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they aren't quite baby fists. They're a little bigger. Oh, man. So right, you feel better now? You calm down at all?
0: No, I'm... Yeah, I'm calmed down because you can't stay enraged for too long because it just eats you up inside. So, I guess uh, I'm still pissed off, but... Uh, My 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 levels down. Okay. I've gone from rage to just irritation. My my natural state of
1: being. I guess. Yeah. When aren't you irritated? So. Well, I it it'll be interesting to see what happens with this over the next couple weeks. But I have a feeling it's just kind of going to go away.
0: I did not expect this. If this is true now this is just you know this is sparrowhawk. You might not have the full info here. Um, so I'm not getting this from news sources, but if the, if the county did shut it down, that, that, I mean, that's an escalation right there. And that it, it's going to be nothing but more infuriating from that point on, because like you said, it's going to be actually, um, diversity, this and diversity that, and we need to, you know, have uh Somali days at Screen Town where, you know, they, you know, what get free mission. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Um, and uh, I, I'm just I'm fed up with it I'm fed up with all this fucking cucking I'm fed up with the uh, virtue signaling I'm fed up with the PC bullshit and I hope there's a red wave <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know if that's looking looking you know, good I but
0: I saw what happened in Portland just recently again there was a, a protest uh, because there was a justified shooting police shooting totally justified and the police officers were cleared because it was totally justified so It's Portland, which is like, you know, one of the one of the
1: Conservative strongholds? Yeah. Uh
0: anti one of their one of the Antifa base uh, base cities. Um so they the Antifa showed up with their you know, with their little protests, which is mostly a bunch of fucking, you know, doughy white people, m- male and female, and virtue signaling their asses off is what they're doing. Um but they get violent. And what they were doing is they basically blocked off the court I don't know if it was the courthouse or the police station it was whatever area they blocked off in Portland for like two or three blocks they actually had their fucking doughy asses out telling people that they couldn't drive through the streets that you better turn your ass around or turn here. You can't go forward. And they're like, why?
1: Oh yeah. They were wearing white masks and stuff.
0: Oh, uh, some, you know, some of them actually didn't even have masks on. They were just sitting there acting like assholes. And then if it was a guy in the car, like an old old white guy in the car going, what's going on here? I need to get through. And they're like, fuck you. You white piece of shit. Yeah. You fucking white, white, white. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, it was almost that bad. It was like, yeah. you're, you're a doughy white dude screaming at a white guy that he's a white piece of shit. What? Are, are you fucking mental? Yeah, you are mentally. I just answered my own question. But, I mean, and you, you just... You want to put yourself in, the, in that situation and just go, yeah, I'm going to get out and go ape
1: shit on these guys. Well, that's where we're headed. Something's going to happen like that.
0: Yeah. And uh, we're, we're already... And it's
1: not going to be good. I mean... No I'm, not,
0: no, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah,
1: I mean, people are going to listen yeah. to that and go, oh, God, God. these... These racist motherfuckers just want somebody to mow down a bunch of people. No, that's not what I want, but you can't keep pushing like this so yeah. hard on people and think somebody's not gonna snap That's just why all of this really inflammatory rhetoric and i I understand people on the left are saying there's a lot of inflammatory rhetoric on the right
0: not even close
1: it yeah it's just not even close I mean you get uh, you get this stuff from Hillary excuse me hillary clinton where she says it's okay to it's okay to be to not be civil until you elect democrats again god and eric holder with his line did you hear about that
0: yeah he said uh when they go michelle obama Obama said said, when when they go low we go high oh fuck that well he didn't say fuck that well
1: people cheered and then he goes no no when they go low you kick them and then people cheered even more you know that stuff's not helping It's not helping, and I would say that if the right said it, you know, I mean, what was that uh, protest? uh, um, The guys who took over that bird refuge last year, the year before, yeah, uh, yeah, the Bundys, yep, yeah, that wasn't helping either. You know, I just when you when you do sort of the extreme stuff, there's a point where you look at some people on the left, and uh, I do, and say, that's just crazy. And there are people on the right who do stuff sometimes where I say, "Get off my side."
0: The Bundy's, on the other hand, I think they they actually ended up getting exonerated for most of the bullshit. They got a lot; of, most of them got charges dropped. Some and of them got shot. One of them, one got shot. One of the guys got shot by law enforcement, um, and that was unjustified too. But they it was a form of protest, and I think it was a legitimate form of protest, to be honest with you I, I think it was I think,
1: I, I think it was except the fact that they brought guns to it just uh, it escalated it to a level it didn't need yeah yeah it probably to.
0: did but uh, all, on the other hand, you know they had every right to bring guns. I mean but
1: I'm not saying they didn't I'm yeah. just it, it's like it's the, not what you're saying. I've seen the YouTube videos of these guys who want to do uh, they want to show that hey, we're an open carry state. So, uh, I'm yeah, a walk, carry- or
0: walk around with an AR 15 strapped to your back and go into Starbucks, yeah, yeah, It is. it is, it's, it's, it's a, or it's, it's, five a pro- s- it's a provocation.
1: Five or six of them walk together through a Walmart, yeah. you're like, yeah. really, yeah, it's a,
0: it's a provocation, yeah. I
1: saw, I saw a video of uh, um, a guy who was carrying his AR 15, and this cop pulls up on him and walks out, and he's like, What are you doing? The guy goes, I have every right to carry, and the cop's going, yeah, I you do, but I know why? you do, but. You're walking down a residential street here, don't you? Don't you think somebody's gonna call and say something? He's like, Well, I have a right to do it. And the cop's going, I I, understand that. But don't be a dick. Exactly. And I think Holder's speech and Clinton's speech and Maxine Waters. Oh, Maxine Waters is just fucking you know, off the rails, crazy. There's she is a senile old woman. That's her problem you know but this stuff i just i can't stand it i i don't think people understand because they're trying to win virtue points that this language is not good and it's it's headed somewhere that's gonna be weren't you just saying before we did this that rand paul was saying someone's gonna get assassinated over this stuff someone's gonna get killed that needs to stop and the problem is i remember being um i remember where i was i was watching. whatever theater garrison keeler did his prairie home companion thing at i was at it and garrison Keillor is a hard lefty and uh we're at it and somebody comes out and makes an announcement hey uh ronald reagan has passed away and there were people in the audience who cheered I'm like come on i'm i'm not a fan of a lot of people on the left like the clintons and everything but if somebody at some point in my life if i outlive them and Somebody goes, oh, President Bill Clinton has died. I'm not going to be like, yeah, motherfucker. You know, you know what?
0: I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't cheer that anybody from the left, like like if Hillary Clinton died. Um, well, but I would. I would actually. I'm
1: like, not going to cheer her dying. But
0: I would. I would probably uh, go, little sigh <laughs> of relief, like, yeah, that's another fucking person I don't have to deal with.
1: <laughs> I, I wouldn't shed a tear. You don't
0: talk about it's like it's like I wouldn't be like yeah. I'll you know pump the difference the between those
1: thing. two is Bill's actually likable.
0: Not anymore. I think
1: he's. Well, a, not anymore, but. But,
0: yeah, he was. But, well, talk to all the fucking women he uh, raped and molested. Yeah. To see how likable he is then.
1: I think Bill's someone you can have, sit and have a bear with. No.
0: No, not after <laughs> hearing what he did to a bunch of yeah, ladies, women I know. and how they treated those women.
1: so... Um, Man, you were just a rage machine tonight.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it was hard not to say things that would, that would. I'd have to walk back.
1: Well, I think you did, but did hey, I? you know, that's all right.
0: Fuck them. <laughs> and on that note, if you need to contact us, well, if you, I guess you wouldn't need to, but if you well, like, somebody's going to need to, yeah, if you'd like to, if you, if you need to be emotionally validated, don't contact us. But if you want uh, to give us a suggestion, <laughs> if, if or, you
1: need to be emotionally validated, contact Crow, cause I want to watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if you want to <laughs> complain about something we said, or if you disagree with it, or if you, if whatever, just contact us. It's uh Rooster at BreadandCircusesPodcast.com or Crow at BreadandCircusesPodcast.com.
1: And with that, we'll see you next time. See you. Bye.